You ain't got the answer, Sway. 2 Corinthians 3.17, that's the whole ball game. In the name of Jesus, you be made whole by the power of God. Ooh, the Sony's Church Mirrors I have. With 15 cents. Yo, Basement Full of Heretics, episode 18. Moses, what's up? What accent is that? I don't know. Is you trying to imbue a bit of personality onto the show? A little bit. We're running low, people. <laughs> we <laughs> might as well. We might as well address address uh, address the elephant in the room right out the gates. Um, it's a bit of a lazy uh, Monday evening. Um, oh, man, but we did it. We did it. Yeah, yeah. I think um, anyone who's very I ain't gonna lie, man. What? I ain't gonna lie. If you if if we asked yesterday, like you want to record. If you had said no, I'd have had no qualms about it. I'd be like, cool. Yeah. Yeah. We're already, we're already a day late um, on the podcast. Uh, we're we're, we're going to take a very crucial period, I think. I think, you know, when you start any sort of project, um, there's... No, yeah. I think there's actually, like, a, like genuinely, like, an observed, like, trend, like, a fact. It's called the dip, right? Something like that, yeah. Because like when you first start something, there's the first the hurdle of overcoming, like just starting first being as horrible as you ever be, and you know for some a lot of people that's where they quit. You know they quit their New Year's resolution in January or whatever. Um, and then you know if you're able to push through that, uh, then I think I think well, obviously we were able to push through that. We're here at episode 18. We kind of been through mm-hmm. a few months of the podcast, and then you're able to push mm-hmm. through that. But then eventually, after a while of doing the same thing, the monotony or whatever. It starts to eat away at you, and that's also a really crucial time, like a little bit, kind of in a more intermediate point, where it's like that's also where a lot of people are gonna fall off the wagon. You know, let's say for keeping with the resolutions metaphor, let's say you know once you get to like late March, Aprilish around there, you've been doing this thing for a couple months, and like your life is you know better, but it's not significantly better, and maybe you still don't really enjoy it a thousand percent. And that are you? Lo- what? Are you going? No, and I think for a lot of people, that's where they fall off. And I think probably for us, that's where the podcast is at. And I'm not saying we don't enjoy it, um, but I think it's definitely like. Here's, um, a, here's the thing, man. We, we, we also, also, also like, I, I ain't trying to put this on the listeners, but the thing is, man, we need some encouragement, bro. Like, listeners. What do you, well, what do you, what do you want them to do? Give us something, man. Give us, give us topics. Give us something. They give us, give, give us, us something to work with. They've given us like a last oh, four they? topics. Yeah. <laughs> they gave us this one. No, they didn't give us this one. Uh, well, listen, well, thank you, listeners. Yeah, honestly, like, disregard this but, guy. But has there no was... idea what's going on with the podcast. He just wakes up, gets a text, and he hops on a Zoom call. And starts <laughs> and starts talking nonsense. Emil is not, is not at all included. But there was um, I was I was wondering, I was wondering, are you are you are you have you stuck to your New Year's resolutions? You were talking about that. Have you stuck to those? Um, you know, I haven't. I haven't. I've made some progress. I could still. I, I'm. At, I'm at a crucial point where if I start taking them very seriously now, <laughs> I could reasonably accomplish them by the end of the year. There's a few which I actually. There's a few which I actually already have checked off the list. Um, but wow, that's pretty cool. I, 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 I'm, I'm literally. I'm literally. I'm literally. I'm still trying to start my year's resolutions. I'm Did really you struggling. Like you haven't even got to step one yet. No, like, like trying to get a weekend. <laughs> do you want to share some of those resolutions? No, just, just like, just like eating healthier and exercising more. I've just been really struggling with that this year. I feel like you exercise all the time, though. 
Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, yeah, but I sort of fall. I, I do like, I've gotten to this really bad pattern of just like three days and then I just go off for a week. And I do for, for two days and I'm off for a week. Yeah, that's what I like to hear. I'm, try, I'm trying to have the nicest body in the Dikezi family, man. This, has been, this, this project has been years in the making. That's exactly what I like to hear. I'm people like, Moses, that's the, that's, the, that's the really fit one, right? That's the one who's really in shape. Yeah, that is. That's him. I'm, I'm just a teacher. Yeah, man. I, I, I'm really struggling with that. I'm really struggling with that, man. And also, John, yeah, I keep struggling, my guy. Man, I, 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 I definitely, I, yeah, I definitely, I definitely thought 2021 would be my year, but man, yeah. I don't know, man. I, it's Turns almost like, it's just no, like no, it's all the like other COVID. years. <laughs> no, no, but it's just like it's just like COVID. The COVID, the 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 effects of lockdowns have hit me really hard this time. Like not even 2020 so much. It's 2021 that's finished me, man. I'm just tired. Four times the charm, my guy. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'll try again next year. Yeah, um, but yeah, just with respect to the podcast, I don't, I don't want to give people the vibe that like we're slowly just like petering out and then we're just gonna stop posting on the feed. That's actually what we're actively trying to avoid. Um, mm-hmm. So obviously, we we did we had a little bit of conversing. But the thing is, what keeps things interesting for people is when you do new stuff, when you try different formats, when you try different things, have new ideas. Um, but coming up with those things takes time. So what the plan is for now? is um we initially planned to just do this podcast every week forever um yeah. and maybe looking back on it it's maybe it wasn't for us maybe it will be for us who knows down the line who knows down the line it might uh, that might be the case every week forever that's actually that's actually like horrifying you just want to think about that every week forever that's, that's actually like scary that's, that's, I, that's all they do actually I, actually actually not, actually not gonna lie man actually my, my my favorite podcast right now bible babies of banter those guys have been going 60 straight weeks yeah so, so what we're going to do is this is what we're going to do, folks. First of all, I think this is almost kind of benevolent to our listeners because as far as I know, most people haven't listened to all episodes yet. Haven't like completely gone through the entire catalog. If you have, mm. actually let us know um, and uh, we'll do nothing for you. We would just like to know. I was gonna, <laughs> we have no money for giveaways. <laughs> but, I don't know. I, I, I was going to say you. I was going to say we were going to shut you out, but our we don't have we don't have the clock to back to even mean anything. Yeah, it's not really going to mean anything. Um, just yeah, just let us know. It'll be nice. But so what we're going to do is we decided we're going to go to episode twenty, and then we're going to call that season one. Uh, then we're planning to take a few weeks off, uh, take some time to regroup, get some ideas. Um, maybe really try to revamp the podcast. Pray. I'm even gonna, yeah, we haven't done that in months. Um, so definitely, definitely get back into the habit of uh, pray. I know it's a Christian podcast, but I don't even know where my Bible is. It's been, it's been, it's been ages. <laughs> but yeah, really, uh, really try to center ourselves and then come back stronger. You know what? I think I'm even gonna make a new theme song. Um, we're we're gonna really, we're we're gonna really come back. Um, guns blazing so that's the plan for now this is episode 18 today um we do have one more guest lined up hopefully um for our last two episodes then we're gonna might do something special for the other one um but yeah we're gonna cap it at 20 episodes um for season one um and then we're gonna come back for season two uh hopefully a few weeks after that um who knows though we might never come back this might just be the end of basic full heritage it would be a nice phase in our lives a nice little uh a nice little you know audio record yeah like oh remember remember that time we had a podcast for a couple months like yeah 
You know what's really crazy? I, imagine, imagine if we never, imagine if we never, like, imagine if it ends and one day you have like kids and then your kids find it. It's gonna be really, that's gonna be really weird, huh? Just say like your kids like, yo, dad, check out this podcast you made when you were 20 something years old. Oh, no, I was talking to someone about that. Like, I think we're gonna, yeah, like we've, I think our, our experience raising kids is gonna be very different because, you know, our parents and older people, our understanding of them as young people is just based off stories they tell us. Um, yeah. <laughs> and there's a lot of redacting that goes on. Like, I remember I once thought about it. It's like, you don't know your parents. You don't even know them a little bit. Like, you just, just think of, like, how much stuff from your teens to 20s that you're never going to tell your kids. If, if it was up to yeah, you, but you also, never tell them. But also, but also, social media is also redacted. Unless, unless you're the kind of person who's just, like, super candid at every everything. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, if, if, and that's the thing for those people, especially. So I guess kind of not me, but I I have some weird stuff up. <laughs> like I'm going to be honest, I do have some pretty things things up on the internet that I have to explain to people why exactly that's there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> why your name? Why 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 would they Google your name? That's one of the first things they see. Yeah, yeah, and so I, I think it, 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 there is definitely going to be a thing of like when we have kids, of you know, just like. Like, oh, oh, just they, they find a picture, like a video of you doing some stupid dance, like doing the cinnamon challenge. It's like, what? Why on earth were you, were you choking your <laughs> on a spoonful of cinnamon in 2009? It's like, well, well, son, that's uh, that, that's what it took to be accepted. Um, Damn, that's actually crazy. Now. Yeah. Sure. And I was thinking even like in terms of like politicians, it's going to be weird. Like, you know, someone's running for someone's running for um, for a president. And then like their Snapchats come out. It's like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But, but the thing is, like, I think our our response to that might even be different at that point because almost everybody's Snapchats would have come out in one way or another. It's almost like accepted, you know? Maybe, hopefully. Um, yeah, I don't know. How do we even get to that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. If kids, my kids just find, uh, just find that I have a podcast. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'll explain to them when we get there. Um, but uh, but how you been, man? It's been a, it's been a week and a bit since we last recorded. Yeah, yeah. How, how you holding up, my guy? I'm not too bad. I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to nail my New Year's resolutions. Just trying, <laughs> just trying to, just, just trying to get my New Year's resolutions going in May. So it's that's May. Say word. That's yeah, what. That's crazy. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, frick. Yeah, it's actually. Don't know, yeah, man. It's almost June, bro. Like it's actually almost the end of May. Frick. That's actually too crazy. Um. Yeah. So other than that, man. Um. What else? What else? What else? Not much, man. Not much at all. Seriously. Like it's literally just dead. Well, you, go, you go back to school on um, tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. Yeah. So you gonna go back to in person learning? Yeah. Yo, it's actually so funny, man. I got a couple students. I got a, I got a couple students who actually have found the podcast. So if you're listening, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> the shout out they've all been looking for. <laughs> Let's sing. What's up? Uh, yeah. kind of, kind of, you know who you are. Kind you of know who you are. Yeah, they do. <laughs> they know precisely who they are. And, and, uh, and they try and they try to be sneaky about it, but they know who they are. Oh, what do you mean? So your students are listening to the podcast, but not telling you they're listening to it? No, no. Like they tell me, but like there's like, <laughs> like you know, like. Like, just, like, don't talk about it kind of thing. But, you know, man, I've always told the students, man, like, you listen to it and you want to talk about it, yeah, I'm down for that. I'm, I put it on the internet. Like, I I put it out there. It's it's free. It's fully available. So I'm not, I'm definitely not scared of talking about it. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, maybe they should do that. If, if you have some really diligent students, just like go through the podcast and just take a note of all the different problematic things Emil says. Um, and then just like present them to him in class and you can just come and, you know, speak just like Mr. Emil on episode on episode blah, three. You <laughs> you were quoted to say <laughs> that looks are everything to me. And I quote. Me. Yeah, looks are everything to me. Emil Dukesi. <laughs> April 3rd, 2021. What exactly did you mean by that? Please <laughs> now, articulate. I, now I really in painstaking detail. I really hope your students are listening. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty. Yeah. Honestly, folks, give, send me an email. I'll, 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 I'll compile the best, uh, <laughs> the best quotes for you. <laughs> we can make a day out of this, man. Um, yeah, but um, yeah, that's the plan for for the podcast for now. Um, what is it? So yeah, we're gonna knock out um, a couple episodes and then uh, call it a day for a bit, um, and then we're gonna come back stronger, bigger, faster, um, better. <laughs> yo, bro, commit, man! If you're gonna start singing a song, you gotta commit, or else it's no, but no, but no, but but I was singing, but I was singing the order was weird because. Because we're going better, better, faster, stronger. Stronger is first, but you did stronger already. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, folks. Um, uh, like I said before, we just do the chat at the beginning to get um to get all of our all of our enemies off the pod feed um, so, yeah 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 so yeah. Now, now, yeah, now if, if, if you're still here you're still here we're fa- your family now so yeah still honestly a little pro tip for the podcast if you want to get to the actual conversation just skip to the 15 minute mark we just do this 15 minutes at the beginning so anyone who's trying to who's trying to trap us in some traps <laughs> <laughs> this is this is a test of endurance we're all we're doing is waiting people out we're talking about nothing for 15 minutes just so if you, you know if you have something if you if you have some like ill intent towards us you're not gonna make it past this 15 minutes we guarantee it. <laughs> yeah they, 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 like like if you do and just looking for bad just looking for ways to drag us you are a bad person yeah you are actually a bad person anyway, if you're doing that man. once again if you made it here um we, we know you we know you you're someone who cares someone who um you know is invested in the bedroom of the pod and in the future just skip mm-hmm. to the 15 minute mark um it'll save you it'll save you some time um, unless unless you like this, unless unless you, unless like you want to hear what's going unless on, unless you like it, unless you like it. Uh, but anyway, we do have a we do have a pretty uh, interesting uh, segment um, for Heretics Corner, uh, so we're gonna get into that right now. It's times like this I wish I were a religious man. It's all over, people. We don't have a prayer. All right, so Heritage Corner this week. Um, thought I'd get a little a little provocative with the title. I feel as though um, I'm trying to think of the other titles we've had. I feel as though this might be the most, um, you know, maybe the biggest statement. Uh, eating the rich in the basement, very active. Um, could almost be seen as a threat. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> could almost be seen as, as a cause for concern. Um, keeping in but, mind, keeping in mind that most of our audience is probably like younger, like in their teens to late twenties. I mean, early twenties, twenties and thirties, and so on. I'd imagine it seems like it seems like this is the crowd that's definitely chanting at the rich. So this might be this yeah. might be there might be like there might be there might be like finally. Yeah, like I said before, I don't. I suspect there aren't that many one um, percenters listening to this podcast. 
Um, <laughs> this is very I was much actually, I, I was actually, radio. I was actually, <laughs> I was actually listening to one of the old episodes, and that line, it's like, we this podcast is made by poor people, poor poor people. <laughs> that killed me, man. That actually yeah, man, killed. Like I said before, this is the struggle hour. <laughs> <laughs> Or the poor or by uh, the poor. negative net worth only. <laughs> or the proletariat by the pro. For this, we're, we're gonna change this to like proletariat radios. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but anyway, uh, so yeah, we thought it'd be a cool idea to kind of talk. Okay, if you're like Emil said, if you're if you're younger, if you're like you know twenties, thirties, teens, um, if you're on Twitter, social media, you've probably seen the term "eat the rich" being thrown around. Um, if you're in my social studies class, I, I say that a lot. You actually said. <laughs> Yeah. What like when like do you say it like like in what con I'm guessing you're joking when you say it, right? Sort of. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Well, what part of you is No, it's, you know, it, it, you know, it's, it's just it's just when we talk when we're talking about wealth inequality. I just I just throw it in there every once in a while. In what context? What do you mean? Like when like like, like 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 I think like the kind I'm thinking about is like whenever like we're talking about wealth inequality and how to solve the problem. Oh, <laughs> solution number three: eat the rich. <laughs> um, I, I I don't make that a test question. Nothing matters. But like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, like like Emil said, it's 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 a term which I guess has gained a lot of popularity in the last couple of years. Um, and I thought it'd be nice to kind of dig into it and maybe some of the sentiments behind it. Um, obviously something you dig say into it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Um, like I said, uh, like we do with a lot of episodes, I start a little definition. I think this one is, is especially mm-hmm. important because it's a statement which like, it definitely doesn't seem as though it doesn't, it definitely doesn't feel like a modern statement. Like when you, when you say eat the rich, it's like, yo, this must've been something which was around for a while. Um, and turns out it was, so I did a little bit of digging to see the etymology, the origins of it. Um, and apparently surprise, surprise, it comes out of the French revolution. Um, the biggest eat the rich fest, um, there ever was. Um, uh, but what, uh, specifically what's attributed to this guy, um, some dude, Pierre Gaspard Chornet, um, he was giving a speech to the Paris commune, um, for anyone who's getting bored, just, just only a few minutes, we're going to get out of the history lesson. He was giving a speech to the Paris commune, which was Paris's government during the reign of terror. Um, I don't think, did they call it the reign of terror while it was happening? <laughs> they, was call, it? they just called it terror. Oh, so even like while, like in the middle of it, like, oh, we are currently in the terror. It was a policy. Okay, very nice. Very, very heartwarming. That's an interesting, you know, I'm, I'm going to get back to that. Um, but yeah, he was giving a speech to the to Paris's government at the time uh, during the French Revolution. And he's quoting Rousseau, who was a famous philosopher, um, who said, and he says, Rousseau is one of the people who said, when the people have no more to eat, they will eat the rich. Um, and since then, uh, the slogan's been used. Obviously, we see it a lot on social media. It's been used in like an Aerosmith song. I think is it became pretty popular. Um, there's a there's a political party in South Africa, which that's actually their slogan. Um, which I don't know how they're doing because that seems a little intense. <laughs> um, um, especially in South. Has, Africa. A- has, has, has AOC said that? Uh, I mean, this is a very leading question. <laughs> why? 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 Just I, no, I, I doubt it. Why would she? Say I, that? I know. I, I I'm just. I just saw. I just saw her post a thing that said. Sometimes it said tax the rich, and I just thought about that. I just thought maybe she said it before. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know. It's it, it's obviously it's popped up in a whole lot, a whole lot of different places. I know. I think the 
one of the places I've heard it, there's a there's a Royce to Five Nine song who's like he's a famous Detroit rapper, and it's like when there's nothing left to eat for the poor but the rich. It's one of the lyrics in the song. But anyway, it's 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 a term which it gets thrown around a lot, um, especially you know when people are are expressing like anti-capitalist feelings like you know especially when we're talking about billionaires be it people like jeff bezos bill gates elon musk you know saying like just highlighting the fact like oh we have this small handful of people in the world who are richer than almost everyone um you know people always talk about like oh uh today is another day that that jeff bezos chose not to solve world hunger um or like (laughs) Elon Musk is literally leading sheep to the slaughter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're saying like, hey, hey, Portugal, buy Dogecoin. And then tomorrow, Dogecoin is nothing. <laughs> you literally lead a mouse to the slaughter. <laughs> yeah. But they enjoy it, man. Elon, he makes it a party. Um, <laughs> yeah. Good times. Um, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just a good vibes merchant. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> we're gonna bankrupt you swiftly. Um, but yeah, so it, it's a statement which gets thrown around a lot, and I thought it'd be interesting for us to kind of—I'm gonna, you know, gonna say it again—dig into kind of the sentiments behind it, how we feel about it, um, and and just yeah. have a conversation about it. Because I, I think I think it is—it's something which has become more prominent in the last couple of years, at least I would say, just based off the eye test, um, and you know, kind of wondering why exactly and 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 what exactly we make of it. Um, yeah. So the first thing I was thinking about is, <clears throat> and I know we talked about this a little bit before the show, just kind of going through the running order. But do you feel as though, like, there's a genuine like new fascination slash animosity towards the super rich, or or has that always been the case? And like, social media is just a new way of us expressing our obsession with rich people, or or do you feel like this yeah. is a new thing where like we're just spending so much time fixated on how much rich people are worth and and, and what they could do with that money. Oh, I think I think I think obviously I think obviously it's it's something which has been there before. The fact that the fact that this was, as you mentioned, the French Revolution was literally a massive movement against the inequality that existed in France. Like you've had revolutions, communist revolutions around the world. Because I think I I I, I definitely don't I definitely don't think I definitely don't think we are we are the first generation of people to be frustrated with capitalism and wealth inequality. That almost seems to that's almost as old as capitalism itself. Um, so I, I, I definitely feel like it's, it's been there for a while. I think social media has, has made it bigger and has also made the, the people pushing it forward younger than before. Because like, for example, like, like, like this anti-capitalist narrative has, been made, has, made, has made the people shouting it and chanting it and pushing it forward younger. It seems to be younger than before because like previously, if you were anti-capitalist, you would likely have been like a professional revolutionary who's like well read in a, a lot of this stuff. Yeah. A professional revolutionary? That Lenin was a professional revolutionary. Oh, okay. Well, okay, that doesn't seem like the kind of profession a lot of people would get involved in. Yeah, no, no, no. But what what I mean Someone's is like, like oh, I'm, I'm a professional like, dictator. It? It's like, well, I guess. No, 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 no. <laughs> what I mean is like essentially like academics. Or like like oh, you'd okay. have almost oh, be like an academic. Who's, who's involved in this, but it's just like, I feel like social media has now just, social media has allowed anyone to push it forward. And it just seems like because of that, you have younger people on the face of it. Like, like here's the thing, like I, I, I remember when, when I posted this, it reminded me of something. A couple of days ago, like I, I, my only, my realistically, my only interaction with No Name 
is just like the J. Cole thing. You know, I mean, the rapper. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the other day, I, I I saw I saw a thing on I, someone posted something on Instagram. I think it was like Alex Medina, who's like a producer, and it was a no name thing. I clicked on her page, and like her entire like she has like five or six things on Instagram, and all of them are like anti capitalist, radical, revolutionary stuff. And I'm like, I don't know how old she is. Like, I'll be, I'll be like in her late early 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20s, 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 20s and stuff. Yeah. And the thing is, like, like like it it, it, it definitely feels like it's a lot younger people are pushing it forward and i don't know like yeah I, I feel like social media has definitely has made it a much more a bigger mass movement and has made younger people seem to be on the forefront of it a lot more than before but i i i, I definitely don't think this is a brand new creation that we that we've, that we've come across in any way yeah yeah no name okay no name i'm I, i'm a pretty big fan of her i really like her music um but um she's a little bit different she's very much like about that life um, like she suspends all day on Twitter, um, just reading like you know like Marxist uh, books. I'm not saying I'm, uh, when I say Marxist, I don't mean it like in any sort of insulting way. It's literally what they are. It's like Marxist literature. Um, and she's just like reading about it and tweeting about it. And then every once in a while, she gets mad and deletes all of her tweets and stuff. Um, that's kind of her her. Yeah, yeah. Because because when I went there, quarterly. she had like five stuff on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. She deletes it. Posts and deletes it. It's a little bit. It's a little bit alarming. Um. But she's she's been an interesting case. Um, that's interesting though. You say it's it's been kind of pushed, like the age is being pushed down. Um, I don't know. I I'd, I'd, I'd never really thought about that. Like I don't know if um, I don't know if that's right or wrong. I I, I couldn't really speak to it. Um, but yeah, I, I I think you know you highlight social media as maybe the biggest the biggest um, the biggest variable in like our the way we currently feel and talk about, you know, super rich people. And I definitely agree with that. Cause I think social media has also just given us like incredible access to these people. And you're almost getting, you know, what? what I was going to say, I was going to say, I say what's really funny is almost like how it's kind of ironic that we use social media to rail against the rich. And the more we use it, the more the rich gets. <laughs> yeah. But, the, but that's the, that's the clever part of being rich. Once, once you become super rich, no matter what people do, you yeah. get more money. Yeah. There was a freaking protesting against, protesting against you is, 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 uh, yeah. is, is financially lucrative. Think about it, man. There's, there's a global pandemic. The whole world shuts down and Jeff Bezos got three times rich. <laughs> that's what it means to be the richest man on it. <laughs> um, no, but, but, um, but what I'm saying about social media is that, like, it's I feel as though it's just given us, like, so much access to these super rich people. Because now, like, we mm-hmm. just see, like, Elon Musk, oh, this guy's actually a troll. Whereas if this was, um, you know, 1920, he would just be this distant guy whose name occasionally shows up in newspapers. But we don't even really know who, just, oh, the Tesla guy, whoever he is. Um, but now we just see him tweeting random stuff and, and, and just showing up on SNL. Or and it's almost created this 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 I, okay, I'm I'm just throwing out theories. This might be this might not be accurate, but it's like now we see the rich people aren't even that special. Like you see these billionaires and like oh this person is just as dumb as I am. <laughs> like this person is you know you see Mark Zuckerberg with sunscreen all over his face and you're like why is this guy <laughs> European European Super League bro European Super League is a great example. People, yeah, that, that's, bill, that's a billionaires, example. Billionaires, but, billionaires make decisions like off the cuff, just like I do. Yeah, but yeah, without like, a plan. Yeah, that's the thing. But like now with social media, you pretty much are able to just see rich people just behaving as stupidly as the rest of us, and you're like, wait a second, why is this? Why why is this person, you know, quote unquote, richer than God? Um, 
and 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 they don't seem to really have any special skills. And then on the flip side of it, it's almost like you know now we have this increased access. You think look at things like the Forbes list is now there's just so many more mediums for rich people to actually flaunt their wealth specifically by telling you how much wealth they have. Like it's it's not even just by buying big things, but literally going. And talking to Forbes is like, yeah, you know, this is how much money. Obviously, the Forbes thing is a kind of an estimate, but I think, um, I think of uh, of like the whole Kanye situation. Do you remember that last year when uh, when Forbes announced he was a billionaire? Yeah, yeah, and like that one was so it was such a perfect example because all of a sudden, because Kanye's been calling himself a billionaire for about the last ten years, um, <laughs> no one believed him until last year, and then he does the Forbes profile and they're like, yeah, Kanye's actually a billionaire. And then he tweets out like Forbes, you got it wrong. I have three billion dollars. <laughs> so 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 did Forbes say did Forbes say Kanye is now a billionaire or Kanye is we can confirm that Kanye is a billionaire and may have been a billionaire for a long no, time. No, no, he was I think he had just crossed the threshold. Like he was now a billionaire. Like <laughs> the, uh, okay. the last eight years he's been lying. <laughs> and for about seven of them. He probably had a negative net worth and was in tremendous debt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, wasn't Kanye begging, begging Mark Zuckerberg for money or something? Yeah, fifty million dollars. Was Jay Z was gonna come <laughs> break his knees? Uh, but <laughs> but no. But now it's it's created. I think it's created this like strange, um, this strange dynamic where it's like you know previously, first of all, rich people they just existed in a different universe. Like you weren't interacting with them, and so you never had to think about them. And now it's like, you know, you know who the rich people are, you know what they do with their money, you know exactly how much money they have. And you know that a lot of them, like, obviously, they, 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 they usually tend to be like, you know, pretty have some sort of like discernible skills, but you know, they're not really that much special, that much more different from you, or that much but, better than but, you. And yeah, but it's, but it's interesting, because like Donald Trump, like I remember exactly. I was hearing someone say people say like no no but people are saying like Donald Trump, people people like rappers just say like I'm the Donald Trump of the hood and stuff like that. But like it's interesting that there's this like anti-capitalist sentiment. Do you, do people still aspire to be rich? Is that still a thing? Or are people sort of just giving are, are millennials and Gen Z sort of giving that up and just like I, I don't want to be rich anymore? Is that still an aspiration to people have? Do you aspire to be rich? Ooh, I I I I, 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 I I aspire, I aspire to be comfortable. And I don't, everyone I don't always says that. Everyone always says, literally, you're like the fourth person who, who has said those exact words to me. I've asked them, oh, do every- you want to be rich? <laughs> okay. Obviously, when I say everyone, I'm not even talking to 7 billion people. But <laughs> yeah, no, 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 but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. What do you mean yeah, by comfortable? I, I, what do you mean by comfortable? Oh, you have a summer home and you and you go on vacations to four no, times a year? No, no, no. No, what I mean by that is that it's having having millions of dollars is not is not or having having like an obscene amount of money is not one of my top priorities. Okay, but so what do you mean by comfortable? Because it's, it's again, I was I was gonna bring this up later in the conversation, but I mean, um, we were just looking this up just before we started the podcast, and if you have a net worth of eight hundred thousand dollars, you are mm-hmm. globally in the one percent. And I think I feel as though if you're the one percent richest human beings, like I feel as though it's pretty safe to say you're rich. Um, so so is that something you aspire towards? Like 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 I I I don't have a number in my head of like I need to make make this amount. Okay, but that, you may just be a bad financial planner. So, what, what, but, so then, when you talk about like your ideal future, then what does that look like then? Um, I, yeah, and that's, that's, that's actually, that's actually something I'm thinking a lot about lately. Like, I think for me, 
um, as, as a, when I, when I, when I first got out of like university and stuff, yeah, I had really bad money, money skills. And I just feel like for me, one of the things is just for me, my, my thing is just, is just to, to not be, to not be, to not be, uh, essentially like a slave to someone else, like financially. Hey, we're like, that's a, a loaded word, man. That's, that's yeah. Weird. Yeah, slavery, man. It's too soon. Too Financial soon. slavery, man. <laughs> too soon. <laughs> anyway, anyway, what are you saying? You don't want to be a slave to someone else's what? Like, 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 like. For example, like for me, one of my big things is just like I just, I just, I just, I just hate debt. I just hate debt a lot, and I just don't want to. I just, I just don't want to be in debt at all. Yeah. Because like, because I feel like I feel like debt debt limits you because. Anytime you want to do something, you can't even do it freely because you know in the back of your head, I owe, I owe Moses this. And so no matter what I do, Moses, Moses got to get his bread. And so I, I just hate that. Okay. Yeah, okay. I think I think that's I think that's fair. Um, to be honest, like when I think about my um, ideal life, if 800000 is the – an $800,000 net worth does make you globally 1%. And like think eight hundred thousand net worth. What is that? So you let's say you have a four hundred fifty thousand dollar house, which is a nice. You house. own it. Yeah, and you own it. You already you know quite a bit of the way there. And just say you have a car, you own it. And that's a bit, that's a pretty big chunk. And then you have you know money in the savings, um, and then you and you probably at least have a six figure six six figure salary. Yeah, and so and so and like when I think about like my ideal future, if I'm being a hundred percent honest, that's probably. Um, Although I think it's definitely waned a little bit, but that's probably, um, it looks not too different from that. So I think, yeah, yeah, there's a part of me that's that's aspiring to be rich, and I don't know exactly what to make of that. Well, I know exactly what to make of that. Um, I just want to be comfortable. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> no, but I, I, I don't have that's... any illusions about what comfortable means. I, I'm not using comfortable as a euphemism for rich. I know exactly the comfortable and rich are the same thing. Um but but going back to the whole, you know, the eat the rich conversation, I think we're going to get back to our own feelings later. But like, you know, when you talk about this whole widespread anti-capitalism or at least, you know, the stuff you see on social media, people just being very critical of super rich people um, when you see it. Do you feel like it's genuine? Like, do you feel as though people um, genuinely believe like in their heart of hearts? I know obviously it's, that's an impossible question to answer. Um, but I mean, like, do you believe that people genuinely feel like in their heart of hearts, no one should be that rich or is it maybe more resentful thing? It's like, no one should be that rich if I can't be that rich or is it maybe I something think, else I, that's driving all this? I, yeah, I, I, I think, I think, I think to some degree, probably, I think there are some people who are passionate to it, but with any mass movement, there are people who tag on just because they feel like they have to. Like the thing is, even think about Black Lives Matter. There are people I, who are just tagging onto it, that. I was thinking it, man. <laughs> yeah, y'all had yeah, us they're, fooled, they're, they're, man. Y'all had us fooled last year. We really thought we we're about to end racism. We really thought, yeah. yo, we almost did it. Y'all got us. Man. Yeah. Hey. Remember, remember that one summer? I was, I was, I was, I was talking about yesterday. I think I was talking to you about that like, a couple of days ago. I'm like, remember that one time? Remember that one summer where we almost ended racism with yeah, Black Spurs? Remember, remember, we're sitting in our rooms posting stuff and like not doing anything. We almost ended racism. No, we were just close, in our bedrooms. Man. We were close. We were close. <laughs> no, but like that's what I'm saying. But like I feel like with any mass movement, there are people who are definitely about it, and there are people who tag on just for the just for the sake of hey, we we do this thing. I was, I was about to say, man, if people were really serious about it, pretty sad it was gonna be the Democratic nominee. 
Hey, man. <laughs> There's nothing on earth that could make Bernie Sanders the Democrat. <laughs> Lord knows that. that yeah, that, the, that'll the cabal. The cabal. The, the cabal won't let him. <laughs> yeah, honestly, man. Honestly. And, and here's the thing. I'm not, I'm not going to get into... I'm not going to get into into too much of a political conversation. That's not what the podcast is about. But I mean, I've always taken issue when people like frame things like, oh, this political party is the good guys and this one is the bad guys. And you know, it's good for them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, good for you. And, that, and that, that's a very different statement. Um, you know, for some people, Trump was very good for them. Uh, <laughs> and and I, I feel as though like even when it comes to, to things like like, like the Democratic Party, like even if you think the Republicans are worse or even if you think that modern conservatism is worse, which I would agree it probably is, um, just look at stuff like that, like, like, like the way they handle Bernie Sanders. And just remind yourself that these people aren't, they're not the good guys. They're just not as bad as the other guys. Um, it's, 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 it's really interesting because like I know like, like yeah, we're not getting into politics too much. And I think we had a conversation about this last week and we might not just touch this again. But it's interesting because I remember when... Uh, when was it last week or late last week during the bombings, uh, during the Gaza Israel thing? Oh, All the oh yeah. At, when when, when the Washington Post take a couple of minutes to address that episode. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. 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 But like, <laughs> <Another>. but, the, <laughs> but like, but like, when the when the Washington Post released that was it Washington Post broke that news about Joe Biden approved a seven hundred thirty-five million dollars sale of uh, missiles to weapons to is this your kid? Israel? <laughs> yeah. Then everyone's like, what? No, Joe Biden. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, you guys, you guys are shocked. You guys, you guys are yeah. shocked that Joe Biden would do this. Like, yeah, Joe, this the, Joe the drone Biden. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, Joe Biden, Joe Biden, Joe Biden has been has been has been pro has been Zionist since his the jump, man. Huh? Since 1948. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I remember, dude. I remember. I, I remember I remember when, when Joe Biden was 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 getting inaugurated. He's like, he's like, we gotta make sure America works for everyone. It's like my dad is worried about his pension. I was like, your dad is still alive? Yeah. No, no, in my mind, I was like, I was like, whoa, you're 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 dead. If anything, it's a good sign, man. Everyone worried Joe Biden's too old for this. No, that's got this man comes from strong stock. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna be cashing those pension shook. checks well into the next the next millennium. <laughs> Where is my <laughs> I was I was I was so surprised. Oh. <laughs> anyway, uh shouts out to Joe. Um, <laughs> um but uh Okay. Okay. So, so kind of going back to the whole eat the rich thing. So you feel as though obviously there's people who tag along. I don't know though. Like, like, you know, you say obviously there's people who are, who genuinely believe that, you know, we shouldn't, but, and maybe, maybe I'm just skeptical, but I don't know if I've really seen very many voices like people like no name might be the exception, but I don't know if I've seen very when you, many. When you say, when you say, when you say eat the rich, you aren't, you aren't putting democratic socialists into that, right? Are you going, are you going full on? Full on total revolution, egalitarian and state. And that's the thing, though. And that's is, the thing. Is, is, Maybe... is that what you're going for? Because because the thing is, like, if, if you're saying democratic socialists, like, yeah, yes, they are. They are a lot. They are they are democratic socialists. And that's the thing. And I think maybe that's that's a really good point. That is maybe uh, a distinction we need to parse through. Maybe a distinction which doesn't often enough get made. You know, because on one, because some sometimes people think that like, if I'm in support of um, everyone getting um, health care. 
and a strong public, uh, a strong social social support system, then that must mean I am anti-capitalist. And that America, yeah, the Republican Party has definitely framed it like that. Yeah, they definitely have, and 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 maybe <laughs> they even fooled a few Democrats or liberals in the process. Not because I'm not going to limit it to America, but I mean. I, but that's obviously not true. Like, it's obviously you can be simultaneously in support of, like, strong social services, but then still think that, like, you know, if someone is able to amass wealth and do it within the the confines of the law, then there's nothing, like, you know, um, morally wrong about it or inherently evil. We'll just tax them. We'll just tax them to the high heels. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Maybe, maybe, maybe that's why Sweden has, like, one, one billion. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it's kind of tough for them but i mean because I, I feel as though a lot of people kind of get pulled into believing that like oh if i believe in strong social programs then i also then my biggest opponent isn't lobbyists but my biggest opponent yeah. is capitalists is is business yeah. people which i don't think is necessarily yeah. i might be wrong but i don't think that's necessarily the case feeling a little lighter yeah now? feeling a little lighter feeling great now. lighter feeling in, great. lighter in the lower body Hmm. So you got a I, 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 have, I have a medical question for you afterwards. I don't want to ask it now, bro. <laughs> was your trip to the bathroom that intense? <laughs> WebMD won't do. <laughs> let it's me about, call my it, it, let me call my brother with about, irritable bowel disease. No, it's, it's, let me see it's, it's what about, he thinks no. about this. It's about it's about it's 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 about pregnancy. But uh, okay. it's, yeah, it's all right, damn. Well, I mean, man, you can't just throw words like that out there and just not address them. No, 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 no. Oh, no. I, 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 I was just, I just wondering, I was wondering what, a, just wondering what a pelvic. What, what, people talk about pelvic floors. You know what that is? Okay, is this about to get gross, man? Because I might just cut this out of the pot. No, 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 no. You know what that is? Though? Pelvic what? Pelvic floor. No, what is it? Okay, I, I was just wondering. I, I was just listening to a podcast where this woman was talking about how like she had twins and it basically destroyed her pelvic floor. So I was like, I don't, I don't know what that is. And <laughs> you, you just came to the bathroom, and that was the, that was the top of your mind. No, because, because <laughs> what no, is the state I, I, of my I actually, pelvic floor? At I, I, the I, I, no, I actually I, I actually think about that because until you said, "Are you feeling lighter?" and I just thought about that lady. I was like, oh. All right. You know what? I think I might have cut that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. Nah, back keep back. it, man. Keep it. Ah, no. <laughs> I don't know if the people are ready for this. <laughs> okay, you know what? We're going to keep it. <laughs> man, this is, you see, this is exactly, this is late season podcasting. This is, you know, like in sports, like the team already out of the playoff picture. Um, but we're He's not going to get it. Yeah, we're not going to get the number one pick of the draft. Everyone's contracts are, are, are locked in for next year. And we're just. You'll, you'll get sued if you forfeit, so you just yeah. show up. <laughs> We're just messing around at this point. <laughs> I'm on the yeah, but we're talking about. Uh, <laughs> yeah, seriously, seriously. Um, yeah, but what were we talking we're about? Talking, you're talking about you're talking about like democratic socialism, communism, stuff. Like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I already talked about that. Kind of separating the idea of like. Being necessarily for in support of social pro- programs doesn't make you anti-capitalist. I think anti-capitalist mm-hmm. is when you go even that further step, um, maybe a little bit closer towards what we consider communism um, or scientific socialism. But t- and then getting to the point where you think like, no, as society is is unethical for us to have, you know, a small number of people amassing massive amounts of wealth. 
um, mm. um, which, you know, make of that statement what you will. But I think there's, there is a difference between that um, and democratic socialism. Um, but I, I guess kind of to show my hand a little bit or, or kind of how I feel about some of the anti-capitalist sentiments you see on, on social media. And, you know, the thing is, it's different. And we talked about it before, but almost different social media platforms seem to serve different purposes. And so you'll see someone on Twitter who is very like, you know, socially with it, talking about how, you know, putting out the tweet like, oh, Jeff Bezos is this much money. Why hasn't he solved these problems? Or like, we know we can't or like we need to we need to stop exploit this exploitative process or whatever, whatever, whatever. Um, and then on Twitter, I mean, not not Twitter and then on Instagram, it's just them like flossing in a way and maybe not. Flossing. No, 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 but, no, but, no, but that's what I'm saying. But I was thinking, but in a way, like, isn't. Isn't Twitter almost the only anti-capitalist platform? Yeah, yeah, and it's because kind of, because it's kind of because, what it's made for. Twitter's just made for just griping because, and negativity. <laughs> yeah, because no, because because the thing is, if you even see it on if you even see anything like that on Instagram, it's just someone taking a screenshot of Twitter, just posting it. Yeah, the like, thing is like, yeah, what does are, an anti-capitalist <laughs> Instagram post even look like? <laughs> someone wearing bubby clothes. <laughs> yeah, someone wearing a, a, a hemp sack that they sewed together. To no, make no, a shirt. no, no, no. <laughs> just, just, just taking pictures of homeless people. Say these are my brothers. Hey, <laughs> just, yo, bro, come on, I don't know if that's funny, but <laughs> no, but it's, no, but seriously, but these are your brothers. Yeah, I know, but I mean, just applying to like, specifically them, and no one else. <laughs> um, no, but these are my brothers. These are my brothers who've been abandoned by the social, by the, by the, by, by capitalism. Man. Yeah, and see what kind of engagement that post gets. <laughs> see, that, that snappy little <laughs> capture you just came up with. Um, <laughs> no, but it, you know that's a good point because and that's that. No, hashtag but, hot girls. Hashtag. It, hashtag like, yag. Like, hashtag hashtag ideas. Yeah. Explore page. Yeah. <laughs> 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 hashtag greedy. Hashtag, <laughs> hashtag follow for follow. <laughs> Seriously, man. It's, Instagram, Instagram is designed for you to sell yourself. You just sell to sell a version of your life. Blatantly. <laughs> <laughs> no, but... Uh, <laughs> And that's what I mean, though. But, like, you look at that that disconnect, like, specifically between those two social platforms. It's sometimes the same people, um, you know, p- putting out one energy on one and then a different energy on the other. And you Have you look, seen it? Have you seen it? Have I've you seen, seen it? it. I mean, you know, I'm a nice guy. So, you know, we have a policy on this podcast that we don't name names. But I have specific accounts <laughs> running through my head as we speak. There are names. <laughs> There are specific names running through my head. Some of them, some of them are, are famous people who I'll never meet. Some of them are people who are in my phone. <laughs> All I'm saying is, there are people in your phone. Yeah, people, there are specific people I've names. talked to today. People I've talked to today. <laughs> yeah, but I, I'm kind enough. I'm not going to be here on the podcast, you know, calling y'all, calling y'all whatever. But I mean, I'm just saying, I, this is definitely an observed pattern, which I've seen enough to know it is real. <laughs> and that's what makes me wonder is is this whole anti-capitalist sentiment that we have is it genuine or is it just kind of like a trend or is it kind of resentful because I don't know because I can't make sense of whether or not this is do you and think like, do and you what, think, what would make it genuine because okay yeah 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 yeah. I was gonna keep going so, you interject sorry sorry do you think do you think posting anti-capitalist stuff as a means of getting followers and clout is hypocritical 
and that's the thing, you know, it's, 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 it, it feeds in well to what my next question is, is like, do we, is this just, do we see an equal concern for the poor or just mm. a hatred of the rich? Because, mm. because you have to think functionally, practically, if you're mm. saying we need to abolish the, the, the elites, or we need to, we can't have these billionaires. Well, what's the purpose of doing that? So that you can distribute that wealth and ultimately mm. alleviate people's poverty. Ultimately, mm. you know, help people who are struggling. And I'm, I'm not saying, I never see anyone talking about ways that we can alleviate pro- poverty, but there just seems to be much more fixation on how we can harm the rich rather than how can we help those who are struggling, you know? Mm-hmm. And, 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 and I think, and I think this, this is one of the, this one of the tough things about, about like even like Marxism and stuff, because Marxism is in many ways a response to just an angry response to inequality. But it's interesting that Marx, Marx, I heard someone say that um, Marx's Marx's uh, diagnosis of the problem is 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 fresh and exciting, but his solution is hella boring. What do you mean? Doesn't he literally have a bloody revolution at the start of it? No, 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 no. But someone says, like, if you read Communist Manifesto, he spends, he spends, he spends most of it just criticizing capitalism, criticizing what's wrong with it. But he says, when it comes to actually offering solutions, it's very, it's a very small part of it is actually attributed to solutions. Because, 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 because it says, I don't, I'm not sure if, if, if even Marx knew good solutions for this. Yeah. Well, and obviously the one he has proposed, you know, people always say it hasn't been done correctly. Um, but maybe that's not possible. <laughs> um, and and that's the thing. Like, I, I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I haven't read Communist Manifesto, and judging by the size of it, I never will. Um, so I, I dude, it's so small, bro. Is it? Oh, I assume. Dude, I, I literally have it. I literally have it in my room. It's literally oh, yeah. this small. Stop! Stop exposing. <laughs> <laughs> I need the people to think I'm somewhat academic. I'm not. I'm not that, out here passing, like, passing like, up fifty-page books. It's, it's like it's, it's, it's like that segment of the show is out. It's just yeah. like those weird jump cuts where it's like, you know what? I'm just. Uh, uh. You know, I, I was just I was just reading the Communist Manifesto, you know, for the third time. You know, you know how small it is. It's crazy how small it is. <laughs> Read it enough. No, but what I'm saying is like I've n- I've never read it directly, so I can't speak exactly like what his what his analysis is. But like I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if, if what you're saying is true. Like a lot of it <laughs> seems to be just like very critical of the upper class. And the thing is, because what makes me, um, you know, kind of do a double take when I see some of these things. And this, here's the thing: I don't want people to get the idea that we're capitalist apologists that we're out here saying like get off Jeff Bezos' case, get off Elon Musk's case, get off Bill Gates' case, that they are what we should all aspire to be, and that they are our friends. Um, that's not what I'm saying. That's not at all what we're saying. I think what we're just... And, and I'm going to get to what exactly we're saying. And, mm-hmm. and so, so like... Keep in mind, the man says the man who says this, today spent $200 on sweatpants. Hey, hey, man. Hey. But, but that, but that, wait a second. <laughs> Yo, man, that's a low blow. You're not supposed to bring that, honestly, man. I'm so, Some things we I'm talk so, about I'm before so, the show. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Literally, you've been, I'm naked. I'm, now I'm naked on the pod. Yeah. I, have, I have nothing to stand on. Everything I say I'm from sorry. here on out. 
I, you know no, what? No, no, no. Here's talking... the thing, man. Here's the thing. Here's the... No, here's the thing, man. We we, we we use we we use we use we 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 use the devil's tools to take that as kingdom. Exactly. Bro, so. <laughs> Sometimes it's hard to tell exactly who the devil is, man. Sneaky, sneaky. Says he's a sneaky one. It's guerrilla warfare, bro. Sometimes look in the mirror. I just do a double take. Horse in there? What on earth? What that girl go to? This is. This is... <laughs> no, 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 no. But here's the thing, man. I, I think, I think, no. Keep going on that point of like us. Us is always easier to just go after rich people. Keep going on that point because okay. I, 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 I want to like. And keep in mind, man. I'm saying the stuff wearing Nike stuff. Like I'm, I'm on this. I'm on this too. Yeah, yeah. We're not better than anyone. Although I don't think anyone was under the impression we were. <laughs> but we're clearly not. As Emil's very, as very uh, effectively pointed out. Thanks, thanks for that, Emil. Honestly, thank you. Uh, we were almost through the pod. Uh, <laughs> this is our last episode. Yeah, the, the illusion was complete. Um, <laughs> but anyway, the point I'm trying to make. No, no, no. Make your point. Yeah, no, I, 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 I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I just gotta. It's gotta wipe all this cloud makeup off my face. <laughs> it's getting in the way. It's starting to dry. It's starting to crack. <laughs> No, but what I'm saying is, you know, the reason, because because the, the reason why it kind of makes me do a double take when I see all this stuff, and I, I kind of wonder exactly how genuine it is, is mm. like I said before, because I see it being, these statements being made by people who are clearly participating, actively participating in the capitalist experiment. And, yeah. and, 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 and here's the thing, people make the argument that capitalism is so all-encompassing that you have no choice but to participate. Which is true. Mm-hmm. Which is true to some extent. Yeah. Like you, you try try to live without money, and unless you're on the frontier or something, and you're hunting your food and growing your and growing your own vegetables, like yeah, you're not gonna be able to exist without money. Mm-hmm. Freaking even the Amish people, they come into town every once in a while because they need to they, they need to play this game that we're all a part of. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the Amish the ones who drive who drive the big SUVs. Those are hot rigs. I think those are Mennonites. I don't know what they are. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> All I know is none of them listen to the pod right now. So <laughs> say, say what you car. want. About, say what you how, want. <laughs> how about an SUV? Man? How about in the big no, SUV? Man, they don't have those SUVs. They probably like wooden radios, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, a, it's like, it's like what's one of those the Flintstones things where like yeah, we're like people are running <laughs> oh no 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 we're actually going too far you like feed right? sheet no, no, honestly for the radio you just like feed sheet music into it and it's like those like old timey pianos at those uh, yeah, but, at those yeah, um, yeah, yeah, silent yeah. movies where you put the sheet music and it starts playing by itself <laughs> <laughs> come get us Amishites whatever I don't know what they're called Amishites that's not even the thing so now you're dragging Mennonites Hutterites and Amish I'm ready for all the smoke, all the smoke <laughs> from your wood burning stoves. <laughs> no, you know, no, but dude, uh, okay, let me, point, let me make this point. Let me make this point because, because honestly, because I don't care anymore. <laughs> you made me illegitimate. I really don't even care about this point. Um, no, but anyway, the reason why <laughs> I doubt the authenticity is because so many people who are making this are like participating in the capitalist experiment. Um, more yeah. so than is necessary, and I'll say I'll include myself mm. in that. You know, people who, you know, on one platform are talking about how we hate this, hate this, hate this. And on the other one, we're like actively trying to floss on people. Um, mm. And we, and if you talk to them privately, and like, okay, what exactly are you orienting your life towards? 
fundamentally they're orienting it towards being rich, being comfortable, um, being someone who at the end of the day, even though it's not direct and you don't see it, is being fed by exploitation of people on the other yeah. side of the world or on, on, the, on the lower yeah. end of the economic ladder. And so I, I look at all this stuff and I'm like, what, like, honestly, is this real? Like, like, is this real or is this just a thing that we're throwing out there um, for likes? And I'm inclined, mm-hmm. I'm personally inclined towards the, the former saying that it, no, this is not real. This is just seems to be either just something fueled by resentment of like, here are people living a lifestyle that I would like to, and it may, it may not be a resentment you're aware of. It might be like, you know, deep down, or it's just like, uh, it's just performative. Um, and, 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 and so like, even when it comes to criticizing someone like Jeff Bezos, who's super, super, super rich to me, it almost starts to feel like a situation of, of, you know, what Jesus talks about, like criticizing mm. someone with a speck in their eye and a plank mm. in their eye. And maybe, maybe mm. it's a case of Jeff Bezos has a boat in his eye and I have a plank in my eye. But we still got, we still got quite a bit of wood in our eyes. Like, there's, like, um, there's, yeah. there's actually an interesting thought I've had that I, I actually, I actually took out a pen and actually wrote this down as you were speaking. Mm. Um, what's interesting is I remember I, I heard someone talk about maybe, maybe it's a similar thing, but he's talked about, they were talking about climate change. Yeah. And they said, and they said, and they said, they said, one of the big things, it says one of the big things that corporations and governments will have you believe is that it is your responsibility to do something about climate change. But it says in actuality, this issue is so big that your, your personal decision isn't going to do anything. But it says what we actually need is to focus on, focus on the companies and people that perpetuate this system, perpetuate climate change. And so but speaking of climate change, but what perpetuates those companies? Is your individual decisions, isn't it? Yeah, but 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 I think but I think what the person was saying is like if if you if you bought a hybrid if you bought a hybrid car and and went totally vegan and got all your energy from power from solar power, he says you yourself isn't going to do anything. Yeah, the yes and no, but I mean, like, but in a way, that's that's all that you could do, you know. Yeah, but, no, but 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 I guess but I guess the argument they were making is that in the end, in the end, like sure it makes you feel good, but he says because what we need to do is focus more so on going after is going after big companies, not individuals. Because says says individuals are individuals are victims here. Yeah, and I I know, and that's the thing. I agree, and I think honestly, it needs to be something which happens in tandem, like at the same time. And I think the climate change movement or the, the environmentalist movement, the green movement, I think that's a better word for it is a good example of it because you see on one hand, you know, governments and large organizations starting to crack down on these big organizations. But at the same time, you're seeing a push for individuals to make more, to make more green choices. And so it's almost like we as a society are saying that like, Hey, all these companies, we're going to hold you to a higher standard because we're also simultaneously holding ourselves to a higher standard. And, yeah. and I think I, like with that, with the anti-capitalism thing, kind of what throws me off a little bit is that sometimes, you know, it seems as though people are saying like, you know, people who are actively involved in the capitalist game are just getting mad at, at Jeff Bezos because he's profiting off of it quite a bit, you know, more than they are. He's wildly successful. He's just winning. While they're, only mildly, while they're only mildly successful. But at the end of the day, it's yeah. almost like, first of all, capitalism is a bigger system than either of us. And we're all upholding it. Like the reason Jeff Bezos is rich is because we've all willingly decided that we're going to turn a blind eye to Amazon's work conditions. We're going to turn a blind eye to their tax evasion, all these things, and keep ordering from them. There as was, there was collectively there, and as individuals. 
I was, I, was, I, was, I was listening to this audio book on uh, Karl Marx and stuff, and they're talking about how, in a way, Marx says capitalism makes slaves out of all of us. He says even the rich, because the rich are stuck in a cycle where they do things that they don't necessarily enjoy yeah. because they have to. That's a bar. Karl Marx, score one. <laughs> but, 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 but what's interesting is, I think, I, I think you raise an interesting point, the idea of like even the Jesus example. I think we spoke about this in our doubt episode, the idea like, are we just, are we just asking questions for the sake of asking questions or because we actually want answers? And so like the idea of like, are we just criticizing and looking to, or are we looking to actually find solutions? Because that's the thing, man, C- criticizing and just blasting people and yelling, this is what's wrong. Man, it's, it's cool and it's fun. But he says, but looking for actual answers is hard. Man. And, 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 and it requires, it requires... About? No, but like, for example, when we talk about inequality, looking for actual answers to inequality requires, requires effort, requires nuance, requires sacrifice. Or, or even like honestly asking the question to yourself. And I think, I think most people would be unhappy with the response that they, with the answer. They <laughs> I know I definitely am when I look at it. But, you know, yeah. looking, looking at inequality around the world and saying, OK, I know maybe I'm not the biggest culprit. I'm not the biggest um, offender. I'm very I'm, there's millions of people ahead of me on that list. But what am I doing to contribute to it? And yeah. what what? And I I know I know the the environmental example is a good one. If you stop buying sweatshop, you know, um, clothes made in sweatshops, it doesn't mean the sweatshop system is going to collapse. But you mm-hmm. know, you almost need to ask yourself: Is that can I, in good, in good, in good conscience, know that I could be taking a stand against the system which I find so evil, while also participating in it more than is necessary? You know? Yeah. Yeah. And so, and here's the thing, man. Like, I and I, I can almost hear it. I, I, I feel people listening to this podcast and calling us, you know, apologists for the super rich. And maybe we are, because deep down, that's what we want to be. Um, uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. Folks. I just want to be comfortable, bro. Not really. Yeah, I just want to be extremely <laughs> comfortable. I just want to be ridiculously comfortable. I want to be so comfortable that I don't have to work anymore, but I still make money. Um, <laughs> just comfortable, though. Um, I want to be comatose. Uh, <laughs> There's actually a really interesting book I was reading about that. It's called My Year of Rest and Relaxation. It's about this lady who just called sleeps. what? My Year of Rest and Relaxation. It's about this lady who just like sleeps and does drugs for an entire year because she just wants to sleep. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Did, she, stopped, did she end up getting addicted to those drugs? I stopped reading it. It was a, it was a, it was a novel. I stopped reading it like halfway through. I was like, this is too nihilistic even for me. <laughs> it's really well written, but I was like, this is. This is horrible. This is... <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, I think kind of moving to our last question, and 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 maybe the, here's one where maybe we can kind of put a bow on our thoughts and maybe make our own our own yeah. opinions a little more clear. But kind of taking yeah. the faith the faith angle, because yeah. you know when you talk to Christians about okay, can faith faithfulness to God and riches truly coexist. You get very different answers. You get very different answers. Like you get, you get the, the prosperity types and not even just the prosperity types, just even just people I grew up with in my own church who would say, you know, God at the end of the day, like there's rich people in the Bible. There's Abraham. There's um, God says, I want you to prosper. Yeah. Mm -hmm. there's, there's, There's Joseph. Like, you know, at the end of the day, it's like, you know, God wants us to be successful. God wants us to be rich. God wants us to win. Um, and <laughs> we want to be like Donald Trump. You just win so much, you get tired of it. Yeah, <laughs> until Jesus comes. Um, 
<laughs> but uh and then on the flip side people say like you know look at jesus you have this yeah. pretty much a homeless nomad who just tells people to give away everything they have and so kind of hold up uh, when you go when you look at that example it's almost like hoarding hoarding money even if it's not millions of dollars but just hoarding more than you need goes completely against that and so you have these mm-hmm. two opposing views and so it kind of comes to the question of like can can faith and riches actually mix um and like if if they can like what does that actually look like because obviously the prosperity yeah. preachers with a with a private jet i think most people look at that and like mm, that seems a little off <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that seems kind of wrong. Um, do you have any thoughts on that? Like, like, what do you think it uh, looks like to be a rich Christian? Yeah, yeah, if, if that, if that yeah. even is something that could be the case. Um, yeah, um, I think I have two thoughts uh, just off the top of my head. Uh, the first one is I remember I was talking to a friend of mine. And he says and he says like generally as Christians we don't take Jesus's teachings on money very seriously. Mm, the idea that like for good we, reason we, that we. <laughs> yeah, because like the stuff he says, like Jesus is rude. Like, like I, there, there was I, I, one of my friends. One of my friends told me this this quote. It was not from the Bible, but it's from a, it's from a what you call it. It's from a Franciscan monk who basically said that like when when I when I when I live lavishly, I'm stealing food from my brother's stomach. Mm. The idea that like the idea that God has given me wealth in order to help other people, and when I use that wealth, just pad my life up to get reckless stuff. I'm essentially taking the, the the money and the food God has given me to give my brother. And I'm just like, and I'm just taking it out of, I'm taking food off his plate. Yeah. And, and, and I think like, I think, I think Jesus's idea of like looking out for other people. Like, I think when you look at the gospel, I don't think Jesus really makes much room for, for just the, no, like, yeah, even comfortable, like, like just mm-hmm. like the, the accumulation of wealth, like just like, just accumulating wealth for the sake of just saying I want more and more and more and more and more. I'm not sure Jesus doesn't really make much room for that. Um, I think on reach on reach on reach on, 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 uh, I wasn't bored here, but like on uh, on 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 on, uh, on on the point of rich Christians, I, I the way I personally look at it is I feel like wealth wealth should be used as a way to help other people, and like i feel like we have to look at our blessings and this is something which i ain't gonna lie man like this is something which i've really really struggled with all my life the idea of like hey once i give my tithe god don't touch me don't don't, yeah. don't even look at this money because <laughs> this is all mine like i gave like, you like, yours like, I, I gave you yours yeah yeah i gave you I yours. Gave now, you your now, cut. now leave me alone like, like and, and that, that's literally the mindset i've had and i still have it the idea yeah. like hey i've given my tithe don't i'm gonna do whatever i want yeah. with it but but i definitely i definitely feel like God has given us wealth for the purpose of helping other people. And that's something which I really, really suck at. I really suck at. And so, and so then you think that like almost uh, collecting wealth or hoarding wealth goes against that or is it goes against the gospel or is there a certain like, like in all cases or is there like once you cross a certain threshold? I don't know. I don't know, man. I, I, I I don't know. I don't know the amount. I I have no clue. man. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think? Um, yeah, see, see, is the problem, man. This is the problem. You always, this is the thing with you, man. What? You always try to trap me. You always like wake up, hey, wake man. up, make, make, you know, you, what, you, you actually show, make that's what this show's about. Man. <laughs> you, you, you actually about. like make the old plan. Oh my god, I'm gonna trap him. You're like you're trying to trap me, man. I don't know, man. I don't know. Man. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. And then, and then I ask you. I then ask you. Go. I just ask questions. Like, yeah, I just ask questions. <laughs> no. Okay. I let, let me see. Let me see what, what my thoughts are. I I think I genuinely I generally 
Um, I agree with you on that. And, you know, people talk a lot about the fact that, like, when you look at... And and here, we can actually start to flesh out our, our own true opinions. But, I mean, like, when you look at, at the Gospel and the New Testament, and you read some of the things that Jesus told his disciples to do and some of the things his disciples did... It yeah. looks straight up communist. Like it looks like 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 they were in a commune, um, yeah. common ownership. Um, they were. <laughs> yeah, they were. Like 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 Jesus, he's telling people sell everything you have. Not even like sell most of it or sell like the excess. You know, sell like your sell the net. He's selling. He's telling people sell everything you have. Um, give it. But to you know, support. but but you know, but but you know, you know the capitalist favorite favorite quote of Jesus, eh? Which one? To to him who has the poor the, the the poor you always have with you. <laughs> the poor you always have with you. <laughs> I'll do it tomorrow. <laughs> it's always be poor people. Man. Broke ass. Be poor people. <laughs> <laughs> no matter how much money I give you, you'll still be poor. <laughs> always and Jesus prophesied your your poverty. <laughs> No, but 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 what I mean is like you look at what Jesus says, and he seems to be in favor of very radical giving. Like even look at the yeah, is it the Beatitudes, the Sermon on the Mount? Yeah, the Sermon on the Mount where he talks yeah. about like if you have if you have is it one coat or two coats? How many coats is it? You have two coats. Yeah, if you have two coats, give one to your brother. But Jesus, I I I need I need that yellow one, man. I need that. Yeah. One. <laughs> <laughs> I need I need a I need a Sunday coat. <laughs> yeah, that, 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 that verse that verse slaps me upside the head so hard, man. I yeah. I, I buy I, I I literally buy so many of the same thing. Oh, like the exact same thing. Like 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 for example, Most me for me for me shoes. Same thing. Yeah, like, yeah, like just different converse, colors. Blue converse. Yeah, 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 just different colors of the same thing. Yeah, and 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 th- that's a really powerful image when he says, you know, if you have what because literally what he's saying is any excess you have, give it to your brother. Like you literally keep enough for yourself. And, 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 and give it to your brother. So once you give it to your brother, you literally have the exact same. To the point that, like, if you lost it, you would be in need. Yeah, he would have to give you one of his clothes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, hey, you were naked. <laughs> give me my back. Uh, no, but 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 it's it, like I I agree with what you're saying that that is kind of the standard that we're called to, um, and I think it's almost. And here's the thing: I don't think I'm, I'm not. I think I know I'm. That's not what my life looks like. Like I'm, I'm not. I don't give radically. No one to say Moses is radically <laughs> is generous on another level. And you know, it's it's important that you know when you look at the biblical examples, Jesus doesn't mean giving a lot of money. There's a story of like the widow's mm-hmm. mite, where you have this poor widow gives literally a couple mm-hmm. cents, but because it's all she has, Jesus literally says to the people like she's given everything. Um, yeah. And I think it's almost the question of like how how precious your money is to you. And and it might be a, a a question of maturity of like if you're more mature in your faith and if you believe that like ultimately more good is going to come from me giving this than than me holding on to it, then you're yes. you're able to get closer to what Jesus is saying and 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 maybe if you're a little less mature and I think that's probably where a lot of us are, including myself. There's that hesitation and you hold on to things and you hold on to like, oh, but I need this just in case of a rainy day. I need this. I'm, I'm not telling people yeah. to give away everything they have. Jesus is, though. Do you? Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying that. I'm Bible not saying is, it. Jesus. <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you know anyone? Do you personally know anyone who like, Practices maybe them? not perfectly. Yeah, who you look at and say, man, like, I look at this person. Someone says like radical generosity. 
like there's a person in your mind that you say, hey, I know a person who tries who does that out as best, like really well or like as best as they can kind of thing. Yeah, not someone I know personally, um, but there's this guy, William McCaskill. I might have talked to you about him before. Um, oh, yeah, you told me about him. Yeah, he's this professor in the, um, in the UK, and he practices this thing called effective altruism. I don't think he's religious, but I think when I heard, I think I heard him once on Joe Rogan, it must have been, yeah. And it was really challenging because he practices this thing, um, this method where he only keeps as much money as he needs. Um, mm. So he's a professor, and so he, let's say, conservatively he's making like a six-figure salary like let's say hundred some thousand a year um but he's calculated that he only needs thirty six thousand dollars to live mm. and so literally every cent beyond thirty six thousand dollars he gives away to charities and he's he has like a whole like i think yeah it's almost like a charity he set up where like you give money to the charity and then they find ways to give it to these um to other charities which are doing good work is it called is it called is it called better Effective, well I think effective altruism. If you just look it up, okay. um, you'll find it. Effective with an E. Um, and and I remember when I heard his story, like for me, that was really challenging. Cause he's, he doesn't, I don't think he's even religious at all, but he just kind of decided that like, you know, I don't need like, well, like what's the point of money? The money is to achieve things. And if I've already achieved everything I need in my life, um, then I might as well give it yeah. away so we can achieve things in other people's lives. I know when I heard that, that was really challenging for me. And for a while, I, to be honest, a part of me was like, yeah, that's what I'm going to do in the future. I'm just going to be like living on the bare minimum um, and then giving away the rest. Um, but yeah, I think that's the closest I've seen it personally in my life. Are you, are you, you said, you said you thought of it. Are you still on that? Um, I would hope so. And that's the thing. Like, I don't know. You know, it's 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 so easy to to make commitments when you don't have anything, um, and then once mm-hmm. you actually run into money, you start to see your your morals get a little compromised. Um, Lifestyle inflation. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> um, but I think, like like I said before, the idea of being comfortable, I know for me personally, has kind of worn down a little bit and kind of faded a bit, or at least the the. the the, the glamour of it has kind of faded a bit as I've grown older and kind of realized the fact that like, you know, possessions and things really don't make you happy. Like it's not a revolutionary idea. But something. Um, Here's the thing, man. Here's the thing. Like, like, like just, I think of all the people I know, I think you are one of the people who seems to not be as mesmerized by looking flashy. Like most people are. Yeah. Thanks. For, thanks for calling me crusty. <laughs> No, 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 I'm no, coming out these streets no. looking dusty. <laughs> no, 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 no. You, know, you no, just no, don't no. care how you look. It's just <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not okay. You can just wear anything. <laughs> no, that, that's how you want to describe it. No, but like the thing is, like, like I think most people, like most people I know, even, even like, like they seem to have this, like this, and I, I, I just do this idea of like they really are very, very careful with like. Like, like the way they use even social media, the way they, they interact with people, the way they buy, the way they, they do things. There's this, like, even even when they're not caring, there's a certain element of, I want to look like I'm not caring. Yeah, people but the thing is, I think in, in lowercase, people never use capitals. Oh, it's like my slacker, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's my slacker aesthetic. <laughs> no, but right. no, no, but like, no, but like, no, but like, but like, I think of you, you seem to be the kind of guy, like, I remember, like, there's times when I've gone to the store with you and you're just like, hey, I'm gonna get this thing because I like it. It's it looks it's cheaper. 
um, I have you. I have I have I have the money to afford this other thing, but I like this one thing. I'm gonna get it. Fanny packs. And I'm I'm gonna be happy with it. Yeah, and that's the thing, man. Like, like, like that's the thing. Like 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 you seem you seem to not be as like. And I think and and I say this honestly is like a compliment because that's something I really struggle with the idea that like you you seem to not be as, which which I look at it as as a form of freedom because I feel like being being obsessed with how people perceive you it is a, it is a form of slavery the idea like you are not free to be yourself but i think you i think if, if anyone would actually try that i can definitely see you trying because you seem to not be as as just like obsessed with how other people perceive you so cut to me buying 200 dollars sweatpants <laughs> yeah just hours ago <laughs> 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 but you like them though you could have bought the 500 dollars. Uh, so i could have folks <laughs> <laughs> no i couldn't um, <laughs> um but yeah i think i think um i think for me definitely and that's the thing like the like the the uh, the level that w- that professor's on that's definitely like something which is um uh, something i'm not on um mm. but and we're trying we're trying but i mean here's the thing okay let's close on this point i think it's good like if you, if you can make more money you should make more money mm. um obviously if it comes at the expense of like your morals and relationships now you have to start asking yourself maybe not but if, if you can do it in an ethical reasonable way i think you should yeah. and i think even definitely you know when you when you talk about like um paying off debt I agree that that's a good idea. Now, obviously, you need to be smart and not get into more debt than is necessary. Like, if you if you can if you can happily live in a three hundred thousand dollar home or two hundred thousand dollar home, you really don't. Maybe you shouldn't buy the six hundred, seven, eight hundred thousand dollar one, but you should stay one, mm-hmm. get one within your means. But I definitely agree with paying off debt because, like you said, it limits you. It limits your ability to even do good in the world because mm-hmm. you're because you're being weighed down by this thing. Um. But then it's like once you get beyond that and once you start getting into like, you know, buying things just in case or, you know, buying things mm-hmm. just because like, ah, who cares? Like this kind of and then and then it kind of I think and I don't want to seem overly judgmental because I do these things, too. But it kind of gets to that area where you're talking about with this uh, with this month with this monk and you're like, OK, but am I what what could this money be doing that would be more meaningful that could that could really be more effective um yeah. and i i think those are kinds of the the calculations we all we all need to make in our in our own hearts and minds you know yeah 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 so 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 if if, if any guys are stumbling across a lot of money and you're just like i gotta give that away basement for heretics will be your first donation Mm. We're, we're, we're always we're always taking we're always taking donations no accountability be... <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't, expect, towards good... don't, don't expect a receipt <laughs> yeah no tax receipts at all at all just just just, just, just drop in the direct deposit and forget yeah. about it because you're <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Five thousand dollars later, Emil still doesn't have a mic. <laughs> like, yeah, what, what are you guys doing with this money? <laughs> it's like it's 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 like, it's like why is the audio quality getting worse? Like <laughs> the episodes are less frequent. What? The audio quality is worse. <laughs> it's like it's, it's like why does it sound as though Emil's recording in another room and he's just yelling? <laughs> you hear that echo though? It's a bigger room. <laughs> hey. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and anyway, honestly, at the end of the day, like if people want to say like we spent this whole podcast 
um, playing defense for Jeff Bezos. <laughs> I'm setting screens for Elon Musk. Um, and yeah, like, I don't like, think we did. I don't no, think we I, did I, I, I don't think we did. And maybe maybe weren't sufficiently critical. But at the end of the day, it's like those, those people aren't going to listen to us. They're not listening to this podcast. Like we said before. Yeah. This is this is a struggle hour. So we're talking to our people, you know, the, and, 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 and obviously and, the and, messages we're going to give and what we're going to talk about is going to be directed towards people in similar situations that we are. Um, and, and, and I think and I think even to our listeners is just that thought that like as as like I'm, I obviously this, I, I can't speak to every one situation, but I would imagine as as much as you envy Jeff Bezos and all these people's lives. Just remember, man, there is someone out there, you, someone you may even know. Who's looking at your life and like, dang, that person has it all. Mm-hmm. No, um, so someone just, saying maybe even a large proportion of the world is doing that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, there it is. One hour, twenty minutes later. You want to eat the rich? No, no, no eating start, the rich. Start, start, start with yourself. Start, start with, with yourself. yourself. <laughs> <laughs> <That's so good>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, so like I, I think we <laughs> we're gonna wrap up on that note. Um, like I said, uh, this is episode eighteen. We're gonna put out a few more before the end of season one. Um, we do have a special guest in the works. Hopefully, it works out. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're even listening right mm-hmm. now. In which case, yeah, just yeah. If we're, we're listening right now, we haven't heard from you in a couple of days. <laughs> you're, yeah. All, all I gotta say is, you're the guru. You gotta come through. You're the guru. You gotta come through. <laughs> we need some more mystics on this podcast. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, um, we're gonna we're gonna hopefully work that out and um, and then call it a. Uh, Call it a day on, uh, on on season yeah. one and come back later. Uh, but in the meantime, you know, as always, make sure you're liking, subscribing, leaving a comment. I did not check today, but I th- I would be surprised if anyone left um, left a podcast review because you're all there. Apparently, no one is interested in having their questions answered on the podcast. Like I, I thought when I put it out there, um, people would be uh, people would be and, a little more. And the uh, thing is, and the thing is, we mentioned before with podcast reviews. You don't actually need your name on it. You can come up with some goofy name. Yeah. The thing is, we don't know who you are. Like, you can just, you can literally come up with some madness, and, and we have no clue who you are. You can come up with a question literally. Oh, okay. Well, I got, we got one. It says, good work, love from Brazil. That's nice. Wait, wait. it's on the podcast. Yeah. On the podcast Apple thing. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Look at we're that. We're in South America. We're Brazil. Brazil, if you're listening, we're thinking about you, man. Okay, is there something happening there? Right now? I don't know. Just, I think I think people just don't like their president and COVID. Okay. And COVID's ravaging. Just, oh, okay. But I don't want. But I, I want. I don't want to get to that. Yeah. Yeah. No shout out for. Because I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure the person listening to it is Jahir Bolsonaro. So I'm like, kind of going to keep a low profile. Uh, <laughs> we don't. We don't want to be like that Belarusian dissident who they're they're landing planes to arrest. I'm like, yeah. Nah, actually, man, I, I don't want that. Story. that. I read that story today. I was like, yo, this guy needs to chill. <laughs> That's crazy. That is crazy. Oh, I'm just running a blog. <laughs> ground this place. <laughs> yeah, next, next time you go to Brazil, you get you go there and you're arrested. You're arrested, yeah, you're arrested right is, away. Is there not a single hacker in Belarus who could like maybe just take this guy's page down? <laughs> Do you really need to land a place? Um, anyway. No, he was on he was on Telegram, bro. But uh, oh, I see. My boy's slick. Uh, 
Um, but anyway, um, thanks everybody for listening. Uh, make sure, as always, like, subscribe, leave a comment. Thank you for for the mm. comment that was left behind. Um, leave a review, and uh, you know, hit us up on Instagram. We're there. We're square. Um, yeah. Fair. Yeah. You wanna you wanna say goodbye for this week? Yeah. Take it easy, guys. Thanks for listening. All right, buddy. Take care. Much love. <laughs>